What is the single biggest mistake you can make with fix and flip houses? If you've ever purchased a fixer-upper to renovate and then hopefully resell for a profit, you know that there are a ton of mistakes you can make, right? It's literally a treasure trove of pitfalls. And if you've never done a fix and flip deal, check out the 1980s movie with Tom Hanks, Money Pit. That'd give you a great idea of what can happen. And that is anything that can go wrong will go wrong with fix and flips. But there is one mistake that rises above the rest as the biggest. And I have been a part of literally thousands of fix and flip deals over the past two decades. So I'm uniquely qualified to deem which one is the biggest. And so do you know what it is? Make a mental note, write it down, and we'll see if you're right. And I'll be surprised if you are, because a lot of people get this wrong. Just imagine a seller has just agreed to your lowball offer, and you now have a great fix and flip deal on your hands. Congratulations. What are you going to do to ensure that you don't make a big mistake on this deal? Due diligence, right? You're going to investigate this property. You're going to potentially hire a home inspector to get a home inspection and maybe uncover some hidden things you didn't see when you were trying to make that offer. By the way, I have a great video on things that inspectors often overlook. Some good tips in there. You're also going to probably get a termite inspection. I know what you're saying. If you're in the, in the northern part of uh, the United States, you're going to say, well, Phil, they don't really happen around here. Not so. We actually have someone who's on the Great Lakes there in that Pennsylvania, New York area, and there's a ton of termite damage in a property that they were looking at. And they just got dumped with feet of snow the other day. So yes, termites can be in the colder areas too. All right, so you may see that there's a fence or maybe there's a, a detached garage or a shed that could be encroaching on a neighbor's property. You might get a survey, right? You may also get an appraisal, not only for yourself, so you can get both an as-is as well as an after-repaired appraisal for your estimates, but also because if you're getting a loan, you may have to get one. But you're going to go a step above that, aren't you? You're going to do some comps research as well. You're probably going to drive by some of the comps. If there are some active listings, maybe you can get inside the house. So you're going to turn over every stone to make sure that there are no gotchas. No hidden problems. And you know what you're also going to do? You're going to probably meet with your contractors. And you're going to go through each and every aspect of the rehab project to make sure that you have a clear understanding of what the costs are going to be. You might even call some material suppliers to get some, some cost estimates and make sure that they have things in stock. You're going to do all this due diligence so that you make the right decision. And what if through all of this due diligence, uh, you discover some things that are different than your original assumptions when you first made the offer? Well, you might renegotiate with the seller. So let's just imagine for a moment, you went through all this due diligence, you found some hidden problems, maybe some termite damage, you renegotiated to compensate for that, and so now you have a really good fix and flip deal. So now the coast is clear, you go ahead and close, you get right on renovating the property, and it takes a little longer than you hoped, right? You have some maybe contractor delays, material supply delays, maybe some building inspector permitting delays, maybe some weather delays, but you get that rehab eventually finished and then you put it on the market and you resell it. Now it doesn't sell for as much as you were hoping and that's because the market shifted a little bit since you closed on it and that's been happening a lot to people lately, but you still make a good profit and you live to fight another day.
All right, so there's your fix and flip deal. Where's the mistake? What's missing? So let's go back to your mental or written note on the biggest mistake that you can make with fix and flip deals. Answer, you try to sell the property before you begin the renovation. Always, always, always on any fix and flip deal, try to sell it before you embark on all the risk because there's literally no downside and there's plenty of upside. What if someone comes along and is willing to pay way too much for the house? Let them take the money pit. It also is gonna give you great feedback. It's a litmus test to know if you really have a great deal on your hands. And here's the great thing, you don't have to sell it. You can try to sell it, but you don't, even if you list it on the MLS, you don't have a legal obligation to get rid of it. You can just decide you're gonna keep it and renovate it and still do the plan you were gonna do. But remember the phrase I've said so many times in my videos, a quick nickel beats a slow dime. In the real world, especially in the market we're in as of right now as I shoot this video, it's not a slow dime, it's a slow nickel. Because the quick nickel comes from the fact that you have very little expenses and you get it sold right away. Yes, you sell it for less than you would have sold it for after you fixed it up, but you, you skipped all of the madness, all of the potential pitfalls, and you're still making a good profit. Or as my mentor's mentor used to love to say, you can't go broke taking a profit. So what you see here on my illustration is two arrows because with my apprentices that I mentor, I show them how to sell it before they close. Why close if you don't have to? There's ex expenses and hassles with closing anyways. But whether it's before or even after you close and before you start renovations, still you wanna market the property for sale and I have a great video on how to do that and that is the best way to sell a house. And if you do that, you put yourself in a position where you could exit early and make a lot of money. And if you don't exit early, you still know what you're getting yourself into because now you have a lot more feedback. This is the biggest mistake you can make with fix and flip deals is not trying to sell every single one you'll ever do. It is so smart, no drawbacks, only upside, and ultimately what you'll discover most of the time is there always seems to be one sucker in the marketplace who's got money burning a hole in his pocket, willing to pay way too much. And if that person exists, let them take the deal. There you go, here's your money pit, sir. Thank you very much. All right, y'all, well, I'm Phil Pustiowski with freedommentor.com. I hope you enjoyed this video. I hope you guessed this correctly. I know a lot of people um, never think to do this and it's just, it's absolutely the best way to handle every fix and flip deal you'll do. Um, if you have any questions, which I'm sure you do, feel free to put them in the comments below. If this is a little bit over your head and some of this went way into detail, then feel free to grab my book, How to Be a Real Estate Investor. I give it away for free on these videos. It's a great fundamental text on real estate investing in general and all the different aspects of creative real estate investing and flipping houses and, and how we do what we do and how we produce such great results. And if you're serious about becoming an incredibly successful real estate investor in today's times, right now, uh, consider my apprentice program where my team and I, we show you how to do this, we show you how to do so much more. We show you how to be a first-class, market-leading, money-making machine that is leading your marketplace and making a fortune. And that's our apprentice program, so feel free to uh, check that out and apply if you're real serious about making a lot of money. All right, y'all, well, uh, thanks so much for watching this video. And uh, again, check out the video, too, on how to sell 
a property in the best way. That's my magic three-step formula um, that we put together over an entire career. So if you follow this advice here, you still have to sell it in the right way, and that's what that video teaches you how to do. Thanks so much for watching, everybody. I'll see you in the next video.